And here's to the beginning. Oh, <laughs> Why, Johnny Ringo. Okay. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. I'm your huckleberry. Incoming the Ramblin' Podcast, with your hosts, Conway Titty and Stoney Robbins. Howdy, hey, cowpokes, and welcome back to another episode of the Ramblin' Podcast. I'm your host, Conway Titty. Joined with me is... Stoney Robbins. And he's back. Back, Yay. back, back again. Got to do a solo episode, and then we didn't have an episode for uh, Turkey Week or whatever, so you guys get to enjoy the Thanksgiving episode. Last one Stoney and I did together was the traveling episode. He told some really weird stories and some shitty stories. Yeah, I've traveled. Today, I've traveled very shitty throughout my life. Very shitty. Always shit. Always shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just uh, go ahead and put a nice little schmear poop on there for me. <laughs> so today we're going to be doing a research episode. These are honestly Stoney's favorites because all he has to do is read, and sometimes even that's a little hard for both of us because we fuck up. So I like I like I said every time we do this, I wish you guys could hear the unedited version. Because it's literally just getting a couple sentences out and then going, fuck, and then restarting the sentence because you said one word very weird. Or yes. just, yeah, <laughs> or you pronounce something wrong or you have to Google something because you're like, I fucking don't know how to pronounce that. Or Very correct. You just are an idiot and don't know how to speak. You know, that it just happens so often yes. to us. It And that's why I have a love-hate relationship with it. I think it's more editing when we do uh, video episodes. But they sound so we... eloquent whenever yeah. we do these research ones sometimes. Yeah. When we do, it's more editing when we do video episodes. It's more editing when we do research episodes because of the amount of times we'll like have to stop. Fuck up. Re- <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we're not exactly. just going off the top of the head and yeah, hoping for the, the best. Ones, the ones that are kind of just like whatever is, is pretty nice. And then when we don't want to talk about something, we'll like be like, hey, cut that out. Yeah. And then we'll do like a sidebar and then we'll say, all right, action back again. You know, it's it has a little bit more flow when we're doing it more like naturally without a script, but it, it just sounds better when we have our script for the reason. And I, I know I know we don't like to typically date when these episodes are recorded or and or come out, but uh I'm gonna do that right now just because uh Spotify rap dropped today. Nice, and nice, nice. I have some banging tunes well, playing hey, the entire hey, time we're recording. We're, we're gonna we'll we'll talk about our Spotify raps uh in a couple episodes. We're doing a whole recap of twenty twenty three. Okay. So you'll be able to uh, tell your Spotify raps and everything like that. So we're actually gonna save that, Stony. I for Stony I forget Stony doesn't really know the schedule. I just say, Hey, this is the episode we're doing and then he like slugs his way. Yeah, he slugs his way to his chair and he goes, I guess we'll do it now and then he starts talking and has a good time every time. You have a great time every time we do episodes like this. Sure. This one, and speaking of, this is one of your favorite uh, topics to talk about. Uh, it's the conspiracy. best conspiracy. It's the yes. best conspiracy theory. Um, I won't say the best, but I'll say it's up It's there. one of the best ones. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the hollow moon theory. Uh, this one is going to be specifically talking about uh, the hollow moon. We will do a whole hollow earth theory Um 
eventually as well. So we always try to pair research topics if they have something that goes along with it. Don't worry, there will be an episode about that uh, in the future. Hollow Earth Theory is cool um, only if you're a fan of Jules Verne. I just love that I asked Stoney, I said, hey, would you rather do the hollow moon theory first or the hollow earth theory? And without hesitation, you went hollow moon, 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 yep. moon, moon. Uh, <laughs> you accurate. were so excited. You were so There's excited. a reason why, and we'll get to it later on in this episode, but I think hollow moon theory is funnier. Like <laughs> as dumb as it sounds, like I that's why I like a lot of conspiracy theories because they're just Things comical so, to me. Yeah, they're just so out there. Like the fucking hollow moon theory. Don't go into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the different yeah, yeah. variations of it are so all of them are out of this world. Ha <laughs> oh, Get it. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, um, so with doing any of these research topics, especially when they're actual research topics, we do a lot of real, you know, focus, focus, focus. When it comes to conspiracy theories, I did, however, a lot of research. We do have a lot of sources, um, but also it is a conspiracy theory, so you have to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. However, things that are coming from the kind of debunking it. From NASA. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like things that are actual science based on it, like not just uh, novels or authors or, you know, like concepts, things like that, which like I said, there'll be a lot of, I'll, I'll explain the sources. Um, take it with a grain of salt. Um, we, like I said, there is a lot of sources. It's just not ever... It's a theory, so it's not proven yet with any theory. There's always facts and, you know, fiction with it. So you just got to be careful with, um, don't be like, oh, my God, I heard Stoney and Conway talk about the hollow moon theory, and they're 100% right because it's true. It's real. <laughs> um, the moon I heard is owned by them. Nazis. Yeah, don't, yeah don't, don't, don't go into that. So also, the what you're talking about, Stoney, is there's a lot of different... There wasn't really a lot of different versions. There's all one version that's all together. After my like hours of in of research with it, it's all the same thing. Yes. Just because you keep saying, oh, there's like multiple things. No, it's like all the same variation, just done by different people. That's it. Oh, so they're they're all in relatively agreement of what yes. it is. It's yes. just who owns it. Yes, that's that's kind of like who <laughs> Who came up with it first? Well, no, who talks about it? Yeah. Or well, we know who talks about it. The same people that gave meth to their soldiers. Well, hang on. <laughs> so today's... Oh, sorry, not meth. Pervitin. My bad. Okay, okay. So today's sources, this is going to be a little long one, but I want to make sure we give credit to everything because we did, this is a lot of going based on a lot of these things. Crazy people. <laughs> not, not Our sources are conspiracy theorists. Sony, okay. Shh. No. No, not necessarily. So our sources today are quite lengthy. I want to make sure we give credit to um, everything that we used. So we have Can the Moon Be Hollow, a book by Axel Batista. The Women of Apollo by Robin Friend. The Armog Observatory and Planetarium. Spaceship Moon and Soviet Politics by Jason Clavito. The Engineered Moon Conspiracy by Brian Dunning from the Skeptitoid podcast, episode 776. Is the Moon the Creation of Intelligence by Michael Vassin? Our Mysterious Spaceship by Don Wilson. The NASA Lunar Science Institute. Jerome Hamilton Buckley of Harvard University Press. 
Dr. Karen Masters from Cornell University, the Soviet Academy of Sciences, and the NASA research team. That is a lot of sources broken out by title and author and just research groups and everything like that. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Tony will take it away for you to get into this hollow moon theory. The moon is one of the biggest mysteries of ancient and modern societies. There are endless theories concerning the moon, ranging from where the moon came from to how it was formed. Some scientists claim that the Earth's only natural satellite came to be because of the gravitational pull of the Earth millions of years ago. Perhaps the moon was like any other asteroid and had drifted a bit too close to the Earth and is now eternally stuck revolving around us. Other scientists believe the moon was formed from a collision of an asteroid to the Earth. Some believe the moon is a chunk of Earth that somehow blew off. This prevailing theory is called the giant impact theory, in which a Mars-sized asteroid collided with the Earth and some of the debris accumulated into what we now know today as the moon. The actual composition of the moon's mantle is very similar to the Earth's mantle, which leads most to believe that the two were once one floating piece of rock. Prior to 1969, no human had ever set foot on the surface of the moon. The U.S. alone has six successful moon landings under its belt, with numerous unsuccessful attempts. One of the most infamous missions was Apollo 13, which would have been the seventh mission to the moon if not for the breached oxygen tank causing the astronauts to return home. Fun fact, Jack Black's own mother, Judith Love Cohen, helped create the abort guidance system which rescued the Apollo 13 astronauts. He was an aerospace engineer and worked as an electrical engineer on the Minutemen missile, the science ground station for the Hubble Space Telescope, the tracking and data relay satellite, and of course, the Apollo space program. Our lone satellite has been the source of many questions, hypotheses, and conspiracy theories over the decades. Conspiracy theories are often ways for people to rationalize things that they don't understand or things that they don't have any information on. They often stem from government actions or unexplained phenomena, although some conspiracies are created to deviate from the accepted truth of certain situations. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's great. Oh, fuck. The term usually has a negative connotation, with most theories being written off automatically as outlandish, although in recent years, the term conspiracy theory has shifted to mean a simple narrative that can or could possibly explain certain phenomena. Hollow moon theory stems from hollow earth theory, which we will do an entire episode about soon and is a much bigger rabbit hole than one might think. The hollow moon and the closely related spaceship moon are pseudoscientific hypotheses that propose that the Earth's moon is either wholly hollow or otherwise contains a substantial interior space. What a fucking mouthful of a sentence. Yep, you're telling me. I also think pseudoscientific is also a giant tongue twister in itself, and we have to say it like three billion times during this episode. Love that for us. (laughs) No scientific evidence exists to support the idea Seismic observations and other data collected since spacecraft began to orbit or land on the moon indicate that it has a thin crust, extensive mantle, and small, dense core, although overall it is much less dense than Earth. The hollow moon hypothesis is a suggestion that the moon is hollow, usually as a product of an alien civilization. Damn right. It is often called the spaceship moon hypothesis and often corresponds with beliefs in UFOs or ancient astronauts. 
The suggestion of a hollow moon first appeared in science fiction when H.G. Wells wrote about the hollow moon in his 1901 book, The First Men in the Moon. The concept of hollow planets was not new. The first discussion of a hollow Earth was by scientist Edmund Haley in 1692. Wells borrowed from earlier fictional works that described a hollow Earth, such as the 1741 novel Niels Klim's Underground Travels by Ludwig Holdberg. Both hollow moon and hollow earth are now considered to be fringe theories or conspiracy theories. The concept of the moon as a spaceship is often mentioned as one of David Icke's beliefs. I find it also insane that 300 years ago they were having the debates of the planet that they live on, even though they don't really know, I mean, they don't really know it's a planet-ish, is hollow. And it's also just, it, it's mind-blowing because they didn't know shit about dick. They had no... Well, yeah, they, they didn't even know if we were at the center of the universe or not. They kept trying to say, the, we're, the, we're the center of the universe, but... It's just <laughs> mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing, but that back then they also were like, this thing below us is hollow. There's something, there's nothing inside of it. And then hundreds of years later, they're also like, oh, no, there's magma and lava that flows in... Magma. And it's it's just like it is mind blowing because you think what is it going to be three hundred years from now? Are they going to think we're fucking just idiots? We're just absolutely wrong. Well, technically, if if mankind gets to, I mean, let's be realistic. We already think we're idiots and and we're alive right now. So there's no telling what future generations are going to think because you think back on some of the stuff that they did, you know, in the medieval time. We're like, well, that's just fucking dumb. Like, oh, (laughs) oh, you you have a a cold. How about some leeches? That'll 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 help it. But at that time, it was, wow, you're, you're such a science genius. You must know yeah. everything. <laughs> you're an astronomer. You clearly know medicine. It's just so funny to me that it's, they thought, because they, could, they didn't have the technology to dig very deep into the earth, but they also had the concept of like, no, we're just on this like outer ball thing, but we don't even know what's really well, like Well, okay, ball. so... Yes, it's and- just weird. It's we can like said we could get into a whole thing about flat no, no, no. Earth I, I just think it's, like it's not even about flat Earth or anything like that. I just think it's funny because like even today, it's still completely a theory yes. about like crust core, mantle core. Because we can, we can only go down Wait, so far. Before I said core twice. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I, you can only go down. You, you know what I mean? Because we can only go like ten miles into the ground before the pressure is so immense that we physically cannot get deeper. It's the same thing with the episodes where we did. What's in the outer space episode, and then where we did what's uh what's below the ocean? It's yeah. the same. Yeah, we uh, don't know what's down there. It could be a hollow Earth for all we know. Y'all go check out those episodes. We talk about space in one, and then we talk about below the ocean and another. Um, and we we get into the theory too of like we only know what, how far we can get into the ocean because of our technology. It's the yeah. same thing with inside the Earth. We can only drill so far before shit literally. It's so hot and there's so much yeah, there's so much pressure that it basically just it's good, it's good, it's good, it's gone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's crazy because not only are we using, let's just say diamond bits, for example, that is a earth made rock, right? We are using this Uh, hard rock on some other rock, you know, like you know what I mean? It's it's an earth, it's an earth invention, I guess you could say, of like the idea of using like the hardest substance we can find on our yes, planet. Yes, on that. And then you yeah. we take all these other metals. Well, not the and, hardest, but one of the hardest. Yes, you know? you know what I mean? And then we take all the metals and put them together too to create this thing to be able to drill. But then again, it's still not hard enough or be able to uh, sustain the heat when it gets to a certain point. Like it's so weird. But then in itself, it is also very, very, very weird when you think about it 
that below us right now is just a melting pit of nothing. Yep. Which is the whole concept of like I'm sure people came up. That's with the that's core. And that's that's core you know, theory. Like, like having a Jesus. having a core on the center of the earth. You've got something usually like a a magma of some kind. Basically, uh, I think it's something along the lines of like move the reason the planet spins is because it gets pulled by gravity in a certain way which causes i don't i don't know the whole thing tony's not a scientist i am no (laughs) way shape or form a scientist didn't didn't Um, take any college science classes so i'll 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 let you just talk and i'm not gonna be like hey that's wrong i'm just yeah we're just that's that's yeah (laughs) i don't know i something with the way the way gravity pulls is what makes the 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 magma spin which the way the wind blows yeah it's like why (laughs) the whole thing moves Jesus. That's why planets yeah, move. It it's 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 quite insane. But we're actually gonna get into that. So uh, uh we'll, we'll actually uh give you some actual wanna know one thing that I do find very wild. What? Is because human civilization has been living on this rock for you know eons. Um if we had say a five hundred day like year cycle. Instead of 365 days? Instead of 365, we would die. Or 366? Yes. Well, yeah, it's it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like, if you if we were to go to, like, say, 450, or, like, if you add a certain amount of days, it up. would basically, like, just kill all of us because winter would be longer, summer would be longer, like, everything would be longer, so there definitely is parts of the world that would just not exist anymore. And do any of us want to be on this planet longer? No. No. <laughs> I, don't ever, live, I don't want to be I'll, on this planet anymore. What do you mean? Don't say that. The entire audience just goes, "No." <laughs> that's a that's that that's a Futurama reference. That's oh, why oh, I made okay, that. Okay. I was like, "Don't say that." I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yeah, the Futurama. You got to say Futurama reference. You can't just. No, say I that. don't have to. They should know. Damn it. No. No. Sorry, All right. So why don't you tell me? Uh, tell me a little bit more about this Hollow Moon. Okay. So the hollow moon theory asks the question, what's inside the moon? Some claim that the moon has a thin, hard crust and then is totally hollow in the middle with dead air and no gravity. Others claim that the moon was originally a spaceship that got caught in Earth's orbit. Most believers, when faced with scientists and non-believers, like to state that we have never drilled directly into the moon through to the center, or rather, as far as we can go. The fact that the moon is less dense than the Earth is advanced by conspiracy theorists as support for claims of a hollow moon. The moon's mean density is 3.3 grams per cubic centimeter, whereas the Earth's is 5.5 grams per cubic centimeter. Mainstream science argues this difference is due to the fact that the Earth's upper mantle and crust are less dense than its heavy iron core. Because the, you know, the children earn for the mines. Yearn for the mines. Children earn for the mines? Uh, actually, no, that is incorrect. Yearn uh, for the mines. My the children earn money for whoever <laughs> owns the mine, but not the mine itself. <laughs> Oh, I was hoping you were going to make a RuneScape reference when I said the Iron Core. That's, no, just no. No, no in so many ways. A, that's not a... That's iron Ore. Iron Ore. Yeah, well, like... Duh, I meant, like, there's just a high, heavy Iron Core, so I'm surprised you... you never mind. Never mind. You're speaking <laughs> on things you know nothing about, child. <laughs> I know nothing about RuneScape, okay? Exactly. You stay in your lane. I'm sorry. 
Between 1969 and 1977, multiple instruments called seismometers were installed on the surface of the moon, allowing astronauts and scientists to calculate and measure moonquakes. Ayo. Moonquake. <laughs> Sounds like it's a... the second the second cousin of a moon pie. A moonquake. <laughs> I was going to say it's, it sounds like some sort of a weed strand because you know those moon rocks? Bro. Moonquake. Moon, sounds- moonquake, moon rocks. <laughs> Shit will have you see in the fifth dimension, Jesus son. Jesus Christ. So, moonquakes, which are the moon equivalent to earthquakes, if you guys didn't put that. No. <laughs> what would technically pause for a minute before we get into that? <laughs> what the fuck would that feel like? Because not the only same thing. Oh, it's never mind. The, Hang on. Never mind. I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get into it. I'm just I'm speaking ahead. Hang on. It would be the same thing. Hang on. <laughs> there are four different types of moonquakes, ranging from mere to severe tremors. This range also included surfer surfer surface level or deep crust quakes. On November 20th, 1969, Apollo 12 deliberately crashed the ascent stage of its lunar modular onto the moon's surface. NASA reported that the moon rang like a bell for almost an hour, leading to the arguments that it must be hollow like a bell. Lunar seismology experiments since then have shown that the lunar body has shallow moonquakes that act differently from quakes on Earth due to the differences in texture, type, and density of the planetary strata. But there is no evidence of any large empty space inside the body. Astronauts would report that the ground underfoot would shake and there would be an indistinguishable ringing in both the ears of those on the surface, but also over any communication devices such as walkies or radios. What do you think about that? That's that's kind of weird. Yeah, that is pretty weird. Does that? I mean, like I said, I don't. I know not much about earthquakes, but also living in a place where we know. Um, 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 actually, um, actually, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you can you hear earthquakes over devices of radios and walkies like that? Um, I mean, I know we can physically hear when the when the I don't know because like but... I, I I mean I don't know if they transfer like kind of like how a, a seismograph picks it up. Some fucking geographer right now is screaming Ge- at geographer geologist. Um, that's yeah, I was like that's the person geologist. who makes maps. My bad. <laughs> Geography <laughs> is the study of places. Yes, I know. Hang on. Some geologist is getting really angry at us and just screaming, it's this, you idiots! Yes, and I know, obviously, we have the, basically, headquarters of earthquake studies and things like that here in the state. Um, I just don't know if they pick shit up like that on the radios and walkies like they did on the moon. Like, you know what I mean? If it's a different low to pick up or high to pick up. No, no, no. The reason why they would have picked it up on the moon is because space is in a vacuum. So yes, if it, so, the sound of something would pick up because that there's nothing true. around. That is, true. that is true. Something like that. Okay. Anyways, so I, I just find a, I find that crazy that it would the bell ringing, and that's kind of where they thought maybe it might be hollow because bells. Well, it's that, and then like the, the crazy. people saying like the thuds 
when stuff yeah. gets hit by the moon, yeah. like they can yeah. pick it up on satellites and stuff, and they because yeah. you know they can hear in space now somehow. I really don't understand that yet, but like remember when the the sound of a black hole came out and we were like, "What the Ooh. fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the sounds of yeah. planets and shit like that. They've spotted yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the weirdest fucking thing, well, like the noises planets make. <laughs> yeah, it's just like these whines and click. Yeah. Honestly, it just to me sounds like fucking whales like singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So the, I mean that in with the the moon quakes and then uh, anytime an asteroid hits the moon, they say like they it yeah, makes like a, a hollow thud sound, okay, and so yeah. that's why they think it's it's hollow. Well, we th- we haven't dug, so we, we you know we don't know either. So it, yeah, it yeah, we've never gotten moon drills. When are we getting moon drills, Elon? <laughs> you said we'd have a colony by twenty twenty five, and here On we are, Mars. two years from from now, and we still ain't got shit. We still haven't we even gone back the to the moon. Yeah. We haven't even landed a person on Mars yet. Okay. Yeah, you want to build a colony. The less convincing piece of evidence, density, relies on the fact that the moon is lighter than the Earth. If we believe the theory that the moon was created as a result of an impact with Earth, then the two would surely have the same density. Right? Mm. That's one the, no, think, that's actual that's like that's that's science yeah that would be right yeah yeah but i mean like one would think if that is how it happened it would be the exact same but i don't know if that is necessarily the way you're thinking about it. and the only reason i say that is because if if something hit the earth and a chunk broke off which would make the moon right it would be a very rough trunk like it would literally look like the top of a jello and then the inside all cragged and jagged right in 1970, and I'm going to absolutely butcher these names, so don't mind me. Oh, yeah, I just saw the other ones in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time with this, guys, all right? Anyways, Mikhail Vassin and Alexander Shervakov of the Soviet Academy of Sciences advanced a hypothesis that the moon is a spaceship created by unknown beings. Ancient astronauts. The authors reference early speculation by astrophysicist. Physicist. <laughs> Hang on. The authors reference earlier speculation by astrophysicist Isaf Shlovatsky, who, stu- who suggested that the Martian moon Phobos was an artificial satellite and hollow. This has since been shown not to be the case. It probably comes as no great surprise that the early advocacy for this idea came from the for- former Soviet Union, a place where pseudoscientific ideas have found warm receptions not only among the fringe, but also in the legitimate scientific community. Which is 100% true. <laughs> like The things that the Soviet scientists were studying and oh, the whole, teaching... Uh... I literally just rewatched the Men Who Stare at Goats movie the other day, yeah. um, and I want to do a whole episode about that as well. So that's going to be in the future. But oh, yeah. how <laughs> LSD gives psychic psychic powers? No, 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 not LSD, but how you can just well, never mind. Just, just that's way I was, off. I was like, that's part of it, <laughs> but that's not right. No. So two members of the Soviet Academy of Sciences, Vasan and Shurkabov, 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 Alexander Shurkabov, Shurkabov. He published an article in the mass market consumer publication Sputnik. In it, they made a few observations about the moon. Quote, our hypothesis. The moon is an artificial Earth satellite put into orbit around the Earth by some intelligent beings unknown to ourselves. 
We refuse to engage in speculation about who exactly staged this unique experiment, which only a highly developed civilization was capable of. If you are going to launch an artificial Sputnik, then it is advisable to make it hollow. What we have here is a very ancient spaceship, the interior of which was filled with fuel for the engines, materials, and appliances for repair work, navigation, instruments, observation equipment, and all manner of machinery. In other words, everything necessary to enable this Carvel of the universe to serve as a kind of Noah's Ark of intelligence. Perhaps even as a home of a whole civilization to a prolonged, which is thousands of millions of years, existence, and a long wandering through space, thousands of millions of miles. End quote. So... Your hypothesis. So... <laughs> I read that whole thing with the accent while you were reading it, and it just... I, was, I butchered I the fuck out of it. <laughs> Because I was, Cause I was like, can I actually do this? And I was like, tried doing it, and it started out so good, and then like about halfway through, it just the accent like kind of it went in and out, and I was like, yeah, see, that's why I don't do that. I was trying to get Stoney to read this an entire Russian accent for me because I can. The moon is an artificial. Artificial. <laughs> see, it's it, it's hard to do it with some of these words because a lot of these words are a lot harder to pronounce with an accent. Artificial. Yeah, F's or V's. And yeah, I tried to get him to do a Russian accent for you guys, but yeah, that just didn't work out. So anyways, they also cited a 1959 claim by another Soviet scientist, Isof Shulvosky, who had made the same arguments for Mars moon Phobos, which we talked about earlier. Soviet politics and science had always been closely intertwined, and their work came at a time when this tide was shifting away from belief in ancient aliens Perhaps in response to the West's newfound love for the subject driven by authors like uh, Eric von Daken, um, thus their worst was thus was their work relegated to the consumer magazine, and thus it was essentially ignored by the scientific community. Vossen and shirt kebab. And um, shirt. <laughs> his thesis was Shopikov. that the yeah Shapikov Shop Shapikov. Um, his thesis was that the moon is a hollowed out planetoid creature by unknown beings with technology far superior to any on Earth. That was like the main kind of, that's what they're going with. Huge machines would have been used to melt rock and form large cavities within the moon with the resulting molten lava spewing out onto the moon's surface. If we think that the moon is just like the Earth, right? Oh yeah, spill that molten core. <laughs> The moon would therefore consist of a Hulk in a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk. Oh, oh. I, I know. Hang on. The moon would therefore consist of a hole like inner shell and an outer shell made from metallic rocky slag. That was my name in high school. <laughs> metallic rocky slag. <laughs> which we do know now, however, the moon is very, very metallic. After all the new research that has came out specifically this year, um, we do we we now know that the moon is very metallic. Future. <laughs> For reasons unknown, the spaceship moon was then placed into orbit around the Earth. 
Their hypothesis relies heavily on the suggestion that the large lunar craters generally assumed to be formed from meteor impact are generally too shallow and have flat or even convex bottoms. Small craters have a depth proportional to their diameter, but larger craters are not deeper. It is hypothesized that small meteors are making a cup-shaped depression in the rocky surface of the moon, while the larger meteor meteors are drilling through a five-mile-thick rocky layer and hitting a high tensile hole underneath. There is a massive difference. That's, that's quite intense. Additionally, the authors note that the surface material of the moon is substantially composed of different elements, chronium, titanium, and zirconium, from the surface of the Earth. They also note that some moon rocks are older than the oldest rocks on Earth. They postulate that the moon compromises a rocky outer layer a few miles thick, covering a strong hole, perhaps 20 miles thick, and beneath that there is a void, possibly containing an atmosphere. In 1975, Don Wilson published Our Mysterious Spaceship Moon, in which he compiled what he considered supporting facts for this hypothesis from the Soviet Union. In 1976, George H. Lennard published Someone Else is on the Moon, in which he reprinted numerous NASA photographs of the lunar surface and suggested that the large-scale machinery was visible in these pictures. And with great disappointment, readers have genuinely not been able to find these uh, artifacts. They can't fucking see it in these pictures. So uh, go figure, right? Skeptical author Jason Colavito points out that all their evidence is circumstantial and that in 1960s, the atheistic Soviet Union promoted the ancient astronaut concept in an attempt to undermine the West's faith and religion, which is it was, it was a very common theme during that time as well. So with everything we're talking about now, um, most of the the actual hollow theories come specifically out of the Soviet Union. Um, that's yeah, not the one I I'm technically the most excited about when it comes to moon related conspiracy theories because like there's a bunch of them. My because favorite I'm one. About their 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 hypothesis was in 1959. So this was before what you're about to talk or after what you're about to talk about. Yes, uh, after but kind of during. It's the weirdest thing because like basically the whole theory is that the moon is actually a Nazi space base. That's the other theory that I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it's it, that it's that. it's on the dark side of the moon, and that's where Hitler is. And it's one of my favorite it's theories so because dumb. it's so insane to think about. But when you start piecing together like what's involved with it, I mean, sure, kind of, it could you could might be able to construe that, but like that's so dumb. <laughs> so you know, Nazi Germany fell in the forties, and then was broken up between the Soviet Union and the the quote unquote the Allied powers. So it's like one side went to Russia, one side went to American controlled, but it was like controlled by all the ally powers together. And there's also the theory that Hitler never died in his, he just, yeah, there, the theory alive. is like, he didn't actually die. That was a body double they found. Um, and he lived in Brazil. And he basically dipped, got the hell out of the country when he saw that the war was basically lost. Um, and they flew to South America, lived down there, took a bunch of Nazi scientists with him. And then, 
Which fun fact is why there is so much German. Oh, dude, in Argentina, in, in Argentina, yeah. you, yep, yep. you can fly in a helicopter overhead and there is so much Nazi stuff like pools with giant swastikas in them. Yeah, like it's insane. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so they the theory was like that Hitler didn't didn't die as a body double. Yeah, he didn't die. They moved to South America, and then the propulsion system, like jet technology, came from the Nazis. Like that's not a that's not a secret at all. NASA was formed by Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> because America just started snatching them up and as soon as World War II was to... over. Yeah, and yeah, they the ones that didn't get caught got sent to South America. They developed everything, and then the Nazis flew to the moon, created their own space base. None of this is actually really high, high, hypothetical in, in my mind. This is all, Just because yeah. it's so much technology they would have had to have. And we're talking about the 1940s. Yeah, they didn't have shit. But yeah, so they the, just discovered jet propulsion. I don't think before, they got rockets down yet. The theory before the Soviets started pushing the moon is hollow theory um, to, you know, like I said, to kind of undermine our faith, the West faith, right? And Jesus and all that shit. Yeah, because they were just so atheist. They uh, first the the main theory about the moon was the was the dark side of the moon where it's a Nazi base. That's what the moon is. It kind of where the like the death and that kind of is where the Star Wars Death Star came about. Um, fun fact: this is actually like kind of where uh, George Lucas and the whole t- crew got the idea of making um, the Death Star a moon looking thing. And inside of it is the entire spaceship, right? Um, that's kind of the, this is this theory, the uh, uh, Soviet Union kind of theory here, this hollow moon theory. The spaceship is, moon. Yeah, theory. the spaceship moon theory is where they got the idea to use Darth Vader since he was the villain and give him the spaceship moon. Isn't that cool? Yeah. All, be, all because of two crazy Russians. <laughs> One can always trust in today's internet conspiracy theory community to breathe new life into just about any old claim, so long as it's contemptuous of any standard model of science. The claims made today, as eludicated in one heavily linked and shared article on the website Ancient Code, include The moon has unexpected elements that it shouldn't have. The moon does not have a solid core. The moon is older than the Earth. And that the moon's orbit is perfectly circular. All of these statements are completely false, so let's talk about it. The notion that the early Earth may have had enormous tides rushing across its surface at supersonic speeds multiple times a day, back when the moon was much closer and orbited much faster. Thai and Gaia had been in the same orbit around the sun and had accredited from the same material in the early solar system. Thus, they consisted of about the same minerals in about the same proportions. When they collided, the bulk of the combined mass stayed together and became the Earth, while the war- while the rest was rejected. Oh. Ejected. Try again. When they collided, the bulk of the combined mass stayed together and became the Earth, while the rest was ejected outward and accredited into the Moon. Thus, the Earth and Moon are a pretty good mix of most of the same elements. Both Thaya and Gaia had most of the heavier elements deeper inside and their lighter elements further towards the surface, and most of the ejecta from the collision consisted of these lighter elements. The Earth got most of the heavier core elements, while the Moon is made up of mostly of the lighter ejecta. Today, we have pretty accurate measurements of both. The other 
The other great way we can tell whether the moon is hollow or not is by measuring its momentum and rotational inertia. If you are holding a heavy metal globe, you can feel its moment of inertia by trying to rotate it back and forth quickly. If it's harder to do, it means a lot of the mass is out at its surface. If it required, uh, it if required a medium, what? If it. Just fucked her up. Oh, okay. If it required a medium effort, it would mean the mass is evenly distributed, as if it's a solid body. If the moon were solid with a heavy core, it would have a lower rotational inertia. But if it were a hollow spaceship with a thick outer shell, it would have a higher inertia even if it had the same exact mass. In 1998, the United States launched a lunar rover to host the Doppler gravity experiment, the first polar lower the first polar low-altitude mapping of the lunar gravitational field. Data acquired by prospector DGE constituted the first operational gravity map of the moon. The purpose of the DGE lunar probe was to learn about the mass distribution of, on the surface and interior of the moon. This is accomplished by measuring the Doppler shift as an S-band tracking signal reaches Earth, which can be converted to spacecraft acceleration. The acceleration can be processed to obtain an estimate of the moon's gravitational field. Estimating the surface of the interior mass distribution provides information about the moon's crust, lithosphere, and internal structure. So what these measurements have told us is that the moon's core is dense and small, and that the rest of the moon is of a pretty uniform density. It is absolutely, positively not hollow, and has its mass evenly distributed throughout it, but for a small, heaviest bit at its core. And this is math, not a guess or an assumption. An assumption. So, to sum all this up, this entire episode, the moon is not hollow. And if it was engineered by some advanced alien race... What they constructed matches exactly the materials and structure that we'd expect to find if the moon had formed naturally as given in the standard model. And it was placed into exactly the right orbit that we would expect if that formation had taken place when we believed it did. Although there is much up in the air, the hollow moon theory is an interesting theory to keep in the back of one's head when looking up at night. I, I do not believe in the hollow moon theory as much as I believe in the hollow earth theory. Yeah, same. I, I think, like hollow earth theory I, better. I, I think the moon theory is funny. I think it it's I think it's more funny the fact that it's like they think it's a spaceship. Um like I think that ancient astronauts. Yeah, I think that is hilarious. But I believe way more into the hollow earth theory that there's something in the middle of the earth. Or Oh, yeah. the I like the Jules Verne, like Journey to the Journey Center to of the Earth, the earth type shit. Like yeah, there's yeah, an yeah, entire yeah. another planet inside of our planet. Yeah, it's, it's, I love the theory. I think it's more extensive. I think there's a lot more into that. And uh, with that being said, we'll end the episode here and we will uh, continue um We'll, we'll do hollow earth next. We'll, we'll just do it next. <laughs> no, we're not going to do it next, but uh, we'll have a hollow earth uh, theory entire episode, a bigger deep dive, because it is way more uh, extensive when it comes to like the quote unquote research or just the story and lore about it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll pause there and you'll have to come back for uh, 
the uh, preceding episode that pairs with this one. Um, but yeah, this this theory is just a, a wild little. The Nazi spaceship thing is is Stoney's favorite. So it's the space base, uh, the, the space base, or, or the spaceship moon. No, space base, space base. You, you just love it. You think it's funny. I do think it's it, funny. It, it makes there's a whole giggle. movie about it. Yeah, it just makes you giggle. But um, yeah, thoughts on the episode? Just a, a weird little thing. Uh, not my favorite. I'll be yeah. not not, <laughs> not, favorite, not my favorite research but, episode. But uh, we hope I you guys got a, a giggle at it. And if you guys are Hollow Moon believers, well, more power to you because we just explained why it's not. <laughs> we literally, with our science facts and our big brain knowledge, debunked. Yep. yep. So, Sony, where can all the uh, conspiracy theorists find you? Uh, they can find me at Stony Robbins or at Stony Robbins underscore. Uh, I think one of them's got a zero for the O, but I don't know which one, so figure it out. Uh, what about you, Conway? All the good conspiracy theorists, believers, skeptics can find me at ConwayTitty.com. That is Conway, T-I-T-T-Y.com. has all of our links there. Um, we also do have an official website. Um, it is the ramblingpodcast.com you can find all my links all stony's links you can find all the links for all of our episodes if you want to listen to it on a different platform or if you have no clue at all everything's there all right and if watching's more your thing you can uh, always stop by the twitch stream and watch us play games that, that that very much so too if you want more of the the dynamic duo here <laughs> live and in your ear holes live and in color yeah <laughs> um also if you have any requests for topics please feel free to dm us or email us um any any uh topics up in the dms on the rambling podcast yeah twitter page anymore the x yeah. page you can you can hit us up in the dms or at the rambling podcast at gmail.com um and you can let us know what topics you will listen to i have a giant extensive list um broken down into sections of like we thought of and audience thought of so we pick and choose what we feel like but other than that thank you guys so much for listening um tis the holiday season starting so we're going to be starting our holiday uh themed uh, episodes for the rest of the year can't believe the year's almost over it's fucking insane we're on chapter 12 oh fuck? boy we're getting we're getting real close to where i get to talk about big holiday hey that might be next week stay tuned stay tuned chat <laughs> Okay, All right. bye. All right, you guys have a great whatever whatever time of day you're listening to this. You could be working out, which is weird that people do that, that they listen to our podcast while they're like lifting. People do that. That's a thing. I mean, yeah. I do that. I do it. It's how I push, get it. Push. One more set. You got this. One more set. If anyway. you're still listening at the end of this rambling, then congratulations. Uh, the secret word is kaleidoscope. It's <laughs> kaleidoscope jesus christ okay anyways uh thank you guys so much for listening stay okay bye this outro has been two minutes long i'm trying Goodbye. to say my little thing thank you so much <laughs> stay safe stay hydrated we'll see you on the next one bye bye get the fuck out